Tell me what you know about Swinging down the freeway Moving with no delay 45 now Fam, we do this here the G-Way Gotta give my cake up Know I throw the H up And what's up everybody Welcome back to Inside the Northside Podcast This is going to be episode 135 And this is going to be the season finale Of season 7 And to kick off this finale I have a very, very special guest I've been trying to get this dude on the podcast for a while because he's a very busy man. Uh, he's a comedian out in L.A. He is a vibe technician, as, a, as he calls himself, and probably one of the coolest dudes I've met out there in L.A. Please give a, wound, a round, warm, warm of applause to Daniel Cabral. Hey, what's up, folks? It's good to be here, man. What's going on? What's the move? What's the vibe? Bro, why do you have such a smooth, silky voice, bro? Dude, I it's the problem because I don't speak loud. I wish I would. I could change it. I'm good like speaking like this, but everyone's just like, you need to speak up, and I'm like, no, I don't want it. Don't, it sounds like you're want. speaking louder than anybody. Yeah, dude, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I, I it's, it, yeah, people say I speak low, but I'm like, you got to listen better. You know? <laughs> Open your, your ears, ears, motherfucker. Open your. You got two ears, one mouth. You got to listen. You know. I'm just gonna be here, bro. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm I'm so happy I got you finally on the podcast. I finally got another. I'm uh, elusive, bro, aren't I? I'm fucking hard to find. I'm hard to, <laughs> I'm hard to get. Out. You're just busy, bro. You're just busy, bro. I, you know. Yeah, I was showing my sister my. Uh, I was trying to show her an Instagram story that I fucking posted yesterday, and then she was like, "Oh, just because." Oh, actually, she sent me a message, right? And she's like, "Look at this meme I sent you." And I was like, I got to find it. And she's like, what do you mean? I sent it to you yesterday. And I was like, look at all these reactions to my stories and shit. It's, it was like fucking 25 messages in like nine hours. I'm like, dude, this is why it's so hard for me to fucking find a message. Because it's <laughs> like people will re- respond to something or DM me about a show. And I'm just like, it gets lost in the mix so easily. I, uh, uh, yeah, I can believe it. I can believe it. Yeah, that's, so. that's why I'm like, let me just get your fucking phone number. <laughs> yeah, and that's probably the best best way to do things because... Yeah. Even with like the other guys, like when I had like Gerardo and Joel and, and Melvin on, I'm like, hey, just send me your phone number so then it would be easier. Gerardo mm-hmm. did. I don't think Melvin did. And Joel was just being Joel. Joel's in his own world, bro. He, I, I have his phone number. That motherfucker doesn't text back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, send me the files. And he's just like, what? <laughs> What is that? No, dude, but it's good to be here, man. Um, fucking, I thought, uh, what, you're from the northeast of, of Houston or something? North side. So pretty North much side. it's kind of like, in retrospect, if this is L.A., I'm yeah, like yeah. Burbank up here. Okay. So You're up. Yeah, I'm up. You're up. I'm up, I call you know. Up. Yeah, she broke, I'm up. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. That's, yeah, dude. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Was is North is Northside Houston? People throw that shit up. They're just like from Northside. Throw up the N N word, you know. So, okay. <laughs> the N word. No, uh, there there's a hand sign for it. I don't really know it as well. I mean, we all just throw up the H, pretty much, kind of just yeah, kind of yeah, keep yeah. it cool. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it it we're all proud of certain parts of the city. Like I'm from Northside. My ex is from the South Side. She likes to Fuck claim Southeast. Fuck the South Side. Fuck the South Side. That's exactly, you know. Where's Meg from? 
Meg is from Pasad. No, she's from Pearland, which is south. Yeah, it's south. Fuck Meg to you then, bro. <laughs> oh, Popeye's where, uh, working bitch. <laughs> where is uh, uh, Fifth Ward? Fifth Ward is actually like down the street from me. Really? Yes. So yeah. I live super duper close to downtown. Okay. So, and I live really close to the University of Houston, which is in that area, which is, you know, Fifth Ward and all that shit. So. Is, it, is it fun to hang out down there? I, I only know that because I read that uh, Jay Prince book, The Art and Science of Respect. You know, so I'm all, I'm all about it, dude. I don't really uh, hang out in that area. I got into an accident once there. That's it. What did you, what did you do? Uh, it was so, your fault, huh? <laughs> so I, people are probably going to hear this, and it, 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 the, if my uh, – Insurance company hears this. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I lied. Um, so my cousin and his friend came into town, and we were drinking, and I'm driving mm-hmm. back home, right? And it's a green light, so I'm going. This bitch just decides to take a hard-ass right into where I'm going, gets in my lane, and I hit her. And I'm like, fuck, I'm not ready for this, bro. I'm like, I'm tipsy. I shouldn't even really be driving, but I am. And mm-hmm. we get out. I'm just like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> She's like, you hit me. And I'm like, okay, well, give me your insurance. Well, give me yours first. And I'm like, oh, fuck. This is how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. I, I got into an accident there one time. Uh, fuck, I thought you were about to go into, like, a deep story. And you're no. like, nah, this, this is <laughs> That's why I can't be a comedian because I'm just like, it's halfway. And then it's like, oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I had an uncle that had a story. He, uh he was he was buzz driving he wasn't like fully loaded but maybe actually maybe he was kind of loaded but he was driving down the street and um i think he hit like a pole or he hit something and his car flipped right what and he, and he got out of the car and uh, he was fucking drunk and the cops just come immediately and instead of just like like just being like oh, i fucked up i was drunk he like went up to the cop he's like can you believe this fucking shit so i'm homeless man <laughs> runs right in front of my fucking car and i swerve out of the way and the motherfucker just runs off now i lose my fucking car and you know when somebody just becomes angry but they're angry at an imaginary person to like so the cop is just like all right i just gotta calm this guy down he seems pissed like so the cop doesn't even like take his breathalyzer he doesn't do anything like that he's just like yeah man he's homeless fucks so and he's just like <laughs> it's like they just run the streets right and he's like can you believe this shit and uh, he got away with it, bro. So just always just got to find a straw man, those kind of things, and just be angry at them. And the other guy just wants to calm you down. That's that's what my mom does. Dude. It's a fucking great way to to just get through life. It sounds you know? like it. Words of wisdom. Yeah, dude. I'm a wise guy. Just get mad. Get mad. That's how you get out of this. Just say, get mad. Like, what the fuck? Can you believe this? Just say, can you believe this fucking shit? Like it's, it's unfucking believable, and everyone's like, I don't want to deal with this. So let's uh, let's yeah, wrap this. Shit. Exactly. Luckily, she didn't call the cops, and I was just like, okay, well, I'll call my insurance. <laughs> I never did because I I totally forgot about it. And mm-hmm. then they end up calling me, and they're like, yeah, uh, somebody says, did you hit them? And I'm like, oh, I told them the whole story. And we're like, oh, okay. Well, good, because we couldn't find her insurance. I don't think she has any insurance at all. She, I think she's lying to us. And I'm like, no. oh, okay. Yeah, cool. I mean, obviously. You told, you told them you were drunk? No. No, I didn't tell them that. I didn't tell them that yeah. at all. I was just like, oh, you know, I was driving, and, you know, I was paying attention to the road. And she just came, which she actually did, just came out of nowhere. Like, mm-hmm. just. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, there, there's three lanes. I'm in the middle lane. I think either she was coming from the right 
Yeah, mm-hmm. she was coming from the right-hand side, and she just did a big-ass swerve right in front of, my, uh, front of my lane. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? I'm like, that's not how you're supposed to drive, bitch. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I hit her. And she was like, oh, it's your fault. I'm like, not exactly. I was like, it's your fault, not mine. So, Were you lit when you said it? You're like, nah, bitch, it's you. <laughs> no, actually, it was quiet. <laughs> my ex, yeah, was, my ex was in the car with me. She was like, shut the fuck up. Don't say shit. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. All right. Yeah. I bet. <laughs> and then no cops ever came? Nah. Nah. It wasn't that bad. My car was not that bad. Hers wasn't mm-hmm. bad either. So, but, you know, they just try to get you on you and try to get money. Yeah, yeah, just walk it off. And if a cop goes up to you, you just go up to someone and just like, hey, officer, we all do stupid shit when we're drunk. And then they just pat you on the back and they send you on their way. <laughs> You're going to jail, that. buddy. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that's okay. I mean, I don't know. Do, do they even arrest you for that in Texas? I thought like drunk driving is like, it's like open carry. You can, oh, you can fucking have a beer in your uh, passenger seat, right? No. It, they're very, 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 very strict. In Texas? Yes, dude. Very you could strange. fucking walk around like an M16 in Walmart, but you can't have a fucking beer <laughs> in, your, in your passenger seat. You can't drink a Michelada while driving, dude. If, let's say I drunk drive. And I, I can maybe kill eight people. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Eight. I mean, eight people if I'm lucky. And that's me, me blasted driving really fast. Maybe ten. Okay. That that's fucking uh, and that's that'd be hard to do. I'd have to like hit multiple cars or hit like a school bus or something. Well, but a lot I of homeless, fucking, so you might hit a lot of homeless people. You know those guys don't fucking count. <laughs> <laughs> They're just one point. <laughs> I'll hit like ten homeless people and they give me like a medal of honor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been trying to get out of those dudes out of here for a while. Good luck, yeah, dude. That's, that's crazy that they're that serious about it. I might have to like write something about that. You fucking can't. You can't just have a little drink and then drive in Texas, but you can fuck with blast. That's crazy. You, you could blast somebody, but you can't get blasted. Like, come on, dude. There you go. Let, him, just... let, him, let us live. I get uh, partial credit for that joke because I told you yeah. about it. We're but, working, dude. Um, but yeah, dude, it, it's very serious. There's a lot of drunk driving accidents here in Texas. I don't know if you mm-hmm. saw a lot of them. There's like... Uh, yeah, soft foot loose. Yeah, pretty much. It's like like mm-hmm. that. Um, but there, yeah, there's a lot of very very uh, bad, bad <laughs> drunk driving accidents that cause shit like that. Laws get passed and breathalyzers, and then you know after a while you have to have that little thing in your car and you have to breathe in it. Yeah, so. yeah. I went out with a girl that uh, that had that once, and I walked into her car, and then. Um, I was waiting for her to drive away and she wasn't driving. And I'm like, uh, she's like, oh, it's okay. You can go back to your car. I'm like, oh no, I'm trying to like be a gentleman. Like you can drive away. She's like, no, it's totally fine. I'm like, oh, you have one of those breathalyzer things, huh? <laughs> and she was like, it's embarrassing. And I'm like, well, you shouldn't have been endangering those people, you bitch. <laughs> I slammed her door and I said, good night. Wait, yeah, come dude. back. No, bitch. Uh, no, bitch. I care about people. I care about lives. I've never, I've never been like, I've driven buzzed, but like, I've always been kind of like aware, you know, I've never been like fucking slot, like, like to that level where I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, no, let me, me sleep. Me neither. I mean, <laughs> you got in a crash. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I've, I've actually, and I, I think this is the first time I've actually admitted this on a free feed episode. I've gone blackout before and I've driven blackout. Whoa, really? So um, I was hanging out with some ex-co-workers, and we, I think we were leaving one of the Canelo fights or, or something. I don't mm-hmm. remember. 
But yeah, you we, and houses, man. <laughs> we drove on the other side of town because one of our coworkers is a little pussy ass bitch and didn't mm-hmm. want to drive oh, far. So mm-hmm. we went to his side of town and I got pretty I got pretty drunk and my ex was like, Call me when you leave. So I called her and all I remember was leaving the parking lot and then waking up in my bed. Whoa, dude. Yeah. You teleported. I did. And I, there's maybe, if I think about it hard enough, there's glimpses of like certain parts of the road that I remember. But I'm just like, bro, I don't know how the fuck I did that. Yeah. And I'm not proud of it, but it's just, it, you know, it's for the, it's for the content. Yeah, dude. It's for the gram. The gram, bro. I mean, that is wild. Yeah. No, I've never gone to that level. But uh, also, I don't know. I just, I'll walk. I'll walk for a little bit. I like walk. We go on a fucking adventure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was when I was younger. So back then, back in those days, we would drink pretty heavily. So. Yeah. Yeah. Do you still drink a lot? Uh, no, not as much. You know, you know, I'm like fucking 30. Now my body's kind of like, hey, bro, chill out. Just chill out for a little bit, you know? Um, there's some days where I like, I'll, I'll drink just boom, 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 boom. And then there's some days where I'm like, nah, fuck this. I don't want to do it. So. Yeah. I, I was drinking a lot in on in Texas. So I was like, damn dude. And then when I came back to LA, I'm like, it's time to get fucking give my life to the Lord and shit. Like <laughs> one of the, I ate, I, like, I ate so bad for like a whole week. And I just felt disgusting. I gained like six pounds, like, and it feels like real weight. Like I got to shed this shit. So you had barbecue. What else did you have out else out there? Barbecue, a lot of. I had so much barbecue that it, I, it became gross to me. I'm like, I can't have another fucking piece of like rib. I was like, I was disgusted. And uh, I had I had burgers. I had uh, only thing I didn't have was Mexican food because so I was like, I can just eat that here. Uh, Ooh, but I had bur- you probably should. No, not in Austin. There's. Uh, I'm not a big Mexican fan of Tex Mex. I've I've had Tex Mex and it's just fucking it's different, bro. Dude, I did not know there was a Tex-Mex place in L.A. Maybe there is? Yes. I, I gotta stay far away from that fucking place. <laughs> I think you actually mentioned it one time. Did I? Yeah. Somebody I else, bro. Somebody. Oh, I, I forgot what it was called, but it was like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? There's a Tex-Mex place out here? I was like, I don't trust I never this. have anything good to say about Tex-Mex. If, if, if I said it, I was like, enough. I went to Arizona and somebody was like, they have good Tex-Mex there. I'm like, another reason for me to <laughs> fucking stay. You ever been to Arizona? No, never. Dude, that shit is hot as fuck, man. It was 80 degrees in like in December, or, but it just felt like blistering, you know? Ugh. Yeah. What I, what I learned about LA is that we're protected by the ozone layer. We're protected by the smog in the city, so the sun doesn't hit us as hard. But when I went to Austin, I was like, dude, get the fucking sun off my back, man. <laughs> I'm like, sunburned shit. I like that meme where it's that person with the gun shooting. He's like, it's time to end this. It's like, shoot the fucking dude, sun. I literally wanted to get up. That, that's what Texans must do, man. Just I want a bazooka shot at the sun. Like, it shouldn't be out for that long, man. Like, the guy needs to go away. I mean, after a certain amount of time, you get used to it after a while. So, do you I mean, really? I, yeah, dude. Like, I mean, I've been doing this my whole life. So, we're mm-hmm. used to it. Like, I get up, it's fucking 86 degrees outside. And you're like, fuck, it's already hot. By the time it's like 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock in the afternoon, it's like 107, 108. And it's like just the humidity just hits you. And you're just like, fuck me, I'm going to die already. That doesn't sound like you got used to it. That sounds like, like <laughs> I mean, we get used to it by like, complaining. So you know, 
like if you got used to it, you'd be like, oh, it's just another day. Like it's it's not too bad. But like I mean, you're we like, do. we sucks. do, but it's just like we get up and we're like, fuck, another day in fucking June, and it's just gonna get hotter. It's just gonna get worse. <laughs> That's the thing. Um, so yeah. it, it gets bad up until like maybe the end of September, and then October it's kind of like, all right, we'll bring in you some fall weather, you know, a little bit here and there, and then it gets cold. And then it's good weather from like November to maybe May. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, it gets, it gets cold for a while, but I yeah. prefer what, the cold over the heat. What happened to that fucking snowstorm? Was that or uh, was that in Austin or what, what part of Texas was that? That y'all, was y'all, all of Texas, dude. <laughs> oh, you guys just all you guys all froze. Yeah, we all fucking we had an ice age. That was like two years ago, I think. Really? Yeah, yeah it was February of twenty twenty one. Where was Hurricane Harvey at? Was that in Houston? Yes, that hit Houston. That was 2017. Damn, y'all got fucked up, man. You got like, <laughs> dude, we like had everyone. we had the Super Bowl, a hurricane, and a World Series championship all in one year. Really? Yes. Oh yeah, 17. Damn, dude. Was that wait? Was that hurricane crazy? Like, what? What the hell is a hurricane like, man? Uh. Well, it depends on what part of the city you're from, but it just floods a lot. So when the hurricane hit, we really see in Houston, it's very, we're very like nonchalant about it up until mm-hmm. they tell us like, oh, it's serious. Cause we didn't really think Harvey was going to be that bad. And, mm-hmm. um, when it was raining, yeah, it was the, I remember like, it was maybe like yesterday. It was the Conor McGregor. Uh, Mayweather fight that was mm. the night of the hurricane, and we we're just oh. like, All right, it's not as bad. And then, like, my ex's dad was watching TV, he's like, Hey, it's flooding. And I'm like, Ah, oh, whatever, that's nothing out here. And then it got really bad, and then it just flooded throughout the whole city. Was your place flooded? No, no. Uh, my, no, my, pa- my parents, where we, where my parents live, it's kind of elevated a little bit, so it doesn't really mm-hmm. flood as much, but in the south side of, of, of Houston. It, it was really bad. My ex lost her house, so. Really? Yeah. So they had to rebuild, and it took like two, two and a half years, almost three. Uh, what happens? Like, where do you go? What do you do? The insurance company uh, paid for some of their hotels, and then after that was done, they stayed with people, and then kind of went back to their house and just waited to fix it up. Does that put a damper on your relationship when you're like uh – you want to go to the movies, and then your ex is like, "I don't have a house," and it's like, "Can you just not <laughs> for one day?" Like, dude, I want to go watch Black Panther. We know you lost your house. Like, just chill for a second. Wait, not everything is about you. <laughs> no, I was really supportive. I, I'd helped out a lot, but it was kind of like she, she did. I think she did say that one time. She was like, "I don't have a home." I was like, "Oh yeah, right." I forgot. Well, the house is not a home, girl. You know, like a home <laughs> is where the heart is. And, with that attitude, you ain't gonna get where you make it. Yeah, home is where you make it, man. Some people live in a fucking car and they they love life, dude. Motherfuckers in Africa don't even have; they have huts and they they like fucking are dancing and shit. Yeah, uh, they could have been dancing on a rooftop, dancing on TikTok, so they can get the fuck out of there. Yeah, dude. So like, well, our house is gone. Like the water, the water recedes and everything, right? And, yeah. And, uh, or do they got to get buckets? No, it recedes. After, it receded. It took like a whole week. To receive, to receive, the water was just like, "Ooh, almost lost my cool there." <laughs> yeah, it was bad, dude. It was really bad. It's not as bad as we've seen it 
in previous years, but is this kind of like took the cake? Yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. A lot of people lost their homes. Lot, some people died. I've heard of that, bro. It's it's really scary. It's really it's it can be traumatic in a way, and then like a week later, everyone's just back to normal. That's fucking. What element would you want to get killed by? Air, earth, water, or fire? Uh, probably water. I think water. Probably. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I can't do fire. Uh, yeah. I think water is probably the best thing. You think so, dude? Yeah, I'll find. I well just drown. That'd be cool. Drowning sounds scary. Like those motherfuckers in Titanic. Like uh, they lost that submarine, dude. That is crazy. I don't know. That's fucking. You heard about that? I yeah. Everyone's been talking about that lately. So just all that. I was like, dude. I thought that they had like a legit submarine, like James Cameron, and I saw what they had, and I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, <laughs> you rented that shit at fucking IKEA. Yeah, dude. Like wow, the ocean is scary, man. I don't know if I'd ever pull up in like that deep. They got motherfuckers down there that just they they're built different down there. What's well, those rich white people that are like, oh hey. uh Jane or whatever white yeah, yeah. rich white name it is. You want to go see the Titanic? Yeah, for sure. Let's go. And just like, dude, we're gonna see the Titanic. And then it's just like, oh fuck, we're stuck. What do we do That's now? Cool. It's fucking wild. I think I'd go. I'd be one of those dumb motherfuckers that goes to space though. I'd be like, fuck it, let's go. With Elon Musk. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, bro. I'd love to see Earth from the other angle, dude. Like <laughs> that shit would be baller. Fuck. I take like a little Instagram story and like let people know where I'm at. <laughs> Danny Krabal left Earth. Dude, I left Earth. <laughs> Built you motherfuckers anymore, dude. And another stratosphere. We're not even the same time zone. We're not even the same planet anymore, dude. I would live on. I'd live on the moon if I could, man. Just uh, I'd get a lot of. Sh- I'd get a lot of shit done. I think. Uh, I live on the moon. Start a comedy culture out there on the moon. Yeah, I just plant my flag. Fucking uh, set up a set up a show. Start a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just fucking ancient aliens and shit, bro. I've been I've been delving into conspiracy theories lately, just trying to see what's popping. I think that's my new thing. Yeah, I was in that for a while. I had some people I knew that were that was their whole shtick, conspiracy theories and stuff like that. So, oh really? I actually did. I think two episodes on conspiracy theories. Um, The second one I did with my ex and her brother. And after like 10 minutes, I just checked out. I was like, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. And then just stayed in the bathroom for like 35 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. I was yeah. just like, I can't handle this anymore. <laughs> Sometimes people, they, just t- they do too many of them, dude. They, you got you to gotta, like pick like three, I think. That, like, you know, like that you're like, okay, this might really be the, be, be the one. Yeah. So it's too yeah. easy to like fall down too many rabbit holes. You know, you can only fall down one rabbit hole. Shoot, they flew down like six or seven. It went into the multiverse, dude. <laughs> Probably did. I mean, I, I've never listened to that episode. I just remember chopping it up, putting it out, and that's it. I was just like, yeah. I don't even think I'm going <laughs> to listen to this. I'm just like, this is y'all shit, dude. This is not even what was, the, what was the weirdest conspiracy? I don't even remember, dude. Like I, like I said, I just checked out. Mm-hmm. They're just like, yeah, yeah. I was like, y'all sure. take care of it. Just press the button when you're done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I feel you. So... But yeah, speaking of speaking of comedy, uh, what got you into comedy, and, and uh, how old were you when you started doing stand up? Fuck, bro, how old was I when I started doing stand like stand up proper, dude? Like I was sixteen, but I was always I was always being a menace in class, dude. Like whenever the teacher called on me or to read, 
I would just change my voice slightly while reading each page and just everybody would start laughing. And I wouldn't even do, I would be reading the same page as everybody else, but I could just do an inflection, you know? And then my teacher would be like, Daniel, stop reading like that. And I'm like, this is just my voice. <laughs> I'll just read like a cowboy. I'd be like, ma'am, what do you mean? And then people would just laugh and I'll be like, this is fun. I think I like doing this. And uh, I just got on stage, baby, and I just let it ride. You probably would have gotten me in trouble. I probably would have been oh. laughing with you. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was, uh, I'd, I'd have my teacher was right. It's cool shit. Like uh, a pleasure to have in class distracts others. Like that was always my thing. You know, they liked me, but I, I enjoyed distracting kids so much. Like it was just fun, man. I, just like school is you're supposed to not pay attention. That's like the name of the game. The kids who actually paid attention in, in high school, like fucking weirdos. Yeah, dude, they went to four year colleges and got degrees yeah. and, you know, now they got families and shit. Fuck them. They're weird. Yeah, not every fucking person that I see like that is very successful. They're like, I was a fuck up. And then I turned it all around in college. And I'm like, okay, that's that makes sense to me. But if you're fucking a, a busy beaver and, like, when you're in 10th grade, it's like, what are you doing, dude? You're supposed to be throwing shit at girls and, like, throwing papers and, like, doing cool shit like that, slapping people's hats off. Just enjoying, <laughs> like, life, dude. Shit, me? <laughs> I was all about trying to get trying to get a girlfriend in high school, dude. That was oh, me. Really? I was just, I was on a mission. I was just My like, God, I gotta get bro. me something i had were to you, find something you trying to, were you trying to fall in love or are you just trying to have sex both <laughs> oh okay yeah yeah i had some crazy ass it. stories dude from high school and just situations that i got myself into uh there's this i think i've talked about this on the pod before but there was this girl who i dated her name was melina she was mm-hmm. the best friend of the hunchback girl Oh, so this is yeah, this is me going forward in time with that story. So then I ended up dating both of them, but I, I dated that girl Melina after I think like maybe a couple months after her friend. And um, Damn, were they cool? She was cool with that. They didn't really gave a fuck. They were just like, oh, okay, that's cool. Happy for you. I'm just like the, the hunchback girl would have given you a head, and her friend would have watched. Like, well, yeah, maybe they both would have given. Dude, that would be hard to, to, I guess, two people to do. Yeah, I mean, fuck. They'd find a way. <laughs> there's a deal. will, there's a way. You know women. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so I started, we became friends. I started talking to her, not knowing that she had a fiancé in high school. Because, you know, there were those those kind of girls like, oh, I'm I'm engaged to be married. And I'm like, bitch, yeah. you, you're failing fucking English and you're engaged mm-hmm. to be married. How the fuck are you how are you doing in life right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, a couple months goes by. The dude actually got jealous of me and started threatening me. But the thing is, he couldn't threaten me in person because he no longer went to school there. So he mm-hmm. had people that he knew threaten me. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck is this? And I told him, like, so you're threatening me through somebody else. And I'm like, bro, that's like the most pussiest move ever. Like, what Dude, the that's, fuck? That's nuts, too, because, like, I, I don't It's like you, that was his fiance, and he was, uh, you were able to date her or hang out with her? Like, just, yeah, just, I was just hanging out with her. You know, she was, uh, she was one of those for the streets before they were for the streets. Dude, that's crazy, man. He was still really ready, ready to wife her up. Yes. And here's the funnier thing she was already catching feelings for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So I was just like, oh, fuck. I think like maybe a couple months into like the school year or senior year, she was already like kissing on my neck and shit. I'm like, bro, aren't you getting married? And she's like, and I'm like, oh, bet. <laughs> it's like, say less. So yeah. like she started like, I guess, hanging out with me more and shit like that. And she, she and her fiance broke up and then I dated her for like a week and a half. And then she broke up with me cause she cheated on me. I was just like, oh, bet. She's a dog, bro. Bro, and then she started dating all her best friends. Wait, like guy best friends? Guy best friends. And oh, I knew, I knew, I should have seen it coming a mile away because she was in JROTC, and all those JROTC kids are always shacking up with each other, bro. Yeah, you should have seen it coming a mile away because you did that same shit with you too. <laughs> I should have, but I was just like, you on you. Exactly, bro. I didn't see it. I was just like, huh. This is how it feels. I was like, ah, cool, whatever. Right. I was kind of crazy about her for a while. And then I took her to prom. Oh, dude, that's the funnier thing, too. I took her to prom. Oh, you got prom photos with this girl? Oh, yes, I had prom photos. Oh, I cut her out of it. But, um, yeah, so I took her to prom. I bought the ticket, did everything, picked her up. We took pictures. Um, we went to the medical center. In Houston, uh, which is like a bunch of like hospitals, but there's a lot of uh, like gardens and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like the zoos in the medical center. Yeah, and um, took some pictures at like this Chinese kind of looking building. So we, mm-hmm. you know, she was already complaining, and I'm like, "Bitch, why are you complaining? I know it's hot as fuck, but like, yeah, yeah. just chill. It's prom." Um, we went. We were supposed to go eat at like. Fancy restaurant. Have you ever been to Cheddar's? You know what Cheddar's is? Mm-hmm. Of course. So Cheddar it's bar. like, how can I explain it? It's like a southern uh, Olive Garden. Okay. The yeah. Spaghetti? Uh, no. It's, so it's like a chain restaurant? It's like a chain restaurant. I think uh, maybe it's only in Texas or whatever. Oh, is it, is it like a cheesecake factory? It's like a southern cheesecake factory. All right, that makes sense. It's like it's like it's like Cracker Barrel, but like maybe five steps above Cracker Barrel. It's like it's still Southern, but it's like mm-hmm. oh, this is some nice food, you know. So it's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, you can go to like a NASCAR race and then go eat at Cheddar's with your family. So, mm-hmm. all right, okay, I think I like that. <laughs> so we were supposed to go to Cheddar's, and I was like, "Yo, it's too long. Let's just let's just dip." Um, we ended up eating like this wing place. And everybody was mad at me. They're like, why are we eating wings? We could be at Cheddar's. And I'm like, don't blame me, bro, because y'all ain't hungry. I ate. I ate my shit, bro. I was like, fuck that shit. Uh, Later on, long story short, she was like, she she dropped me, bro, as soon as we walked into prom. And I was no. like, yo, yes, she dropped Dude, me. I've heard of she, girls like that. Now. Yeah. She dropped me, and I was like, yo, let's go dance. We just got here. She was like, I want to see my friends. I'm not going to see them next year. Side note, she was already failing high school. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she, when she said that, I was already going to say, like, bitch, you have another year because you're failing. But I was like, nah, I'm not going to ruin this night. So I ended up going sitting at this table and some friends came by hung out with me and then we all went to the dance floor and hung out and at the end of the night i was like all right so what are we gonna do next she was like oh my cousin's picking me up and i was like well why didn't you tell me i was like i didn't know you were gonna go somewhere 
She was like, oh, yeah, my cousin's whatever. So, bro, tell me why this 30-something-year-old man in a Dodge Charger pulls up, picks her up, and then dips. And I'm like, something's not right here. So I get home. I think this was like early Instagram or maybe Facebook. And I see her post. She was like, had a great evening with babe. And it's the dude that picked her up. Mm. I was like, bro, you're going out with your cousin? I was like, oh, wait, that's not your cousin. That's just some dude. I was like, what the (laughs) fuck? I'm like, bro, this is what the fuck is this, bro? I was like, you, you, you dropped me as soon as we got into prom. And as soon as we got out, you dropped me again for some older dude. And I was like, all right, bet. I was like, whatever, Ooh, did you Did you message her? Did you tell her something? Nah, I didn't, I didn't give a fuck. I was like, bro, I'm graduating. You're not. I was like, I got the last laugh. So, Man, that's still like, because prom is a vibe, dude. You got to like be I didn't able even to- get to enjoy my prom, dude. I didn't even do prom protos. I didn't get to eat the prom, shitty food. I didn't really get to have, I didn't have a good time, bro. I didn't. It sucked. Dude, that sucks, man. Did she, did she even grind on you at all? No. Not even. Dude, that's the most important part of prom is being able to grind <laughs> with your friends and like throw them a little head nod like that. Like that's <laughs> that's did, it. The did the, something did crazy happen uh, during prom. So we're dancing, right? Huh? And don't blame me. I didn't know about this until years later, or because I was really young, so I didn't know. So we're dancing, and I see this thing on the floor, and I'm like, "Yo, what the fuck is that?" And I pick it up, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this? And they're like, yo, you need to drop that right now. And I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, that's a, that's a bloody tampon. And I'm like, what the oh. fuck? I threw that shit across the fucking dance floor, bro. I was like, that's going to hit somebody. Someone's going to oh. get hurt. Somebody just pulled it out <laughs> and just threw it on the floor. At Either that- somebody pulled it out or that her pussy was so fucking loose that she just went, I hope that she pulled it out, bro. I don't know what kind of woman they got in Texas, but in high school, that in two in twenty eleven, I don't know what kind of fucking bitches were out there, bro. Dude, that is that is raunchy. so. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't know what it what a what a tampon was because you know obviously. So I was just mm-hmm. like I didn't have sisters. All my cousins were younger than me, so I didn't know. And then I found out that night. And I was like, oh, that's what a tampon is, and oh, that's what it's for. And I was just like. Never again. Never yeah. again. I, why Never Why am again. I even dating women? <laughs> this yeah. is disgusting. Oh. <laughs> that's a terrible experience, man. That yeah. is like, yeah, that's like the opposite of, that's like the ideal worst prom scenario. Like, you you didn't get to hang out with her. Did you get to hang out with your friends at least? Yeah. I mean, you got to hang out with, with the guys and stuff like that. We did some crazy shenanigans and whatever, whatnot. We Grind on the, a 40. We raided the chicken tender plate and shit like that. That's Best mm-hmm. we could do, you know. But, yeah. yeah, it's all like a blur, dude. Like I don't even, like I don't even like, care about prom anymore, you know. Yeah, I'm like I think about my prom every day, bro. Just, like, <laughs> my life for sure, hundred <laughs> percent. It doesn't get better than. <laughs> yeah, bro, I was oh, just fucking. That's funny. I, I just want to impress my prom king. Is like what I really want. That's why I'm doing all this shit. Um, I just want him to notice me. Uh, you <laughs> do you know? still do you still know who your prom king was? Do I remember him? Yeah, you know, it was this Asian guy. Um, but Asian uh, guys. yeah, it was like this fucking Filipino kid. Oh. I don't. I never. I don't. I don't know him, but I just remember it. 
I was like, damn, this motherfucker won. That's your goal every day, just to impress him. Like, I got you, bro. Just to make sure this fucking guy um, knows that I exist, man. <laughs> that he fucking just knows that I'm cooking. That he knows that I'm on the pods. I'm making the rounds. I'm, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm making funny. the rounds. And then this girl that you would do, you found all this shit out the night of, the next day? Dude, literally, like, maybe an hour after I got home. So, Woo. she, yeah, she dipped with her quote-unquote cousin while I stayed with the rest of the, the group. And we went to, like, this bowling alley. And we were just like, all right, are we going to bowl? They're like, we don't have any money. And they're like, oh, yeah, we don't have jobs. Uh, So what are we going to do now? And they're like, oh, we can go to our house and have a slumber party and watch movies and shit. And I'm like. Was it guys and girls? It, I, it was only two guys. It was me and some other dude. The rest were oh, just the boys. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I was like, I don't have sleeping clothes, guys. I don't know any of y'all really personally. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't think it's right for two dudes and four girls to have a slumber party. Oh, wait, girls were involved? Yeah, there was girls. Yeah, they didn't want to Oh, bro, up. you should have went to the slumber party, man. They were not really attractive. Dude, when you're down, when you're down three one, sometimes you need to do something <laughs> to come back to the game. Swing. <laughs> sometimes you just gotta go with the pitch, man. Yeah, <laughs> you ain't gonna hit a home run, but just get home base. That's true. But now, like, I was like, nah, I just want to go home. I was like, fuck all this shit. So the dude that drove was the one that took me back home. And um, yeah, as soon as I got home, I, I got on Facebook and I saw all that shit. And I was just like, oh. Well, that's a nice way to end my my prom night. <laughs> Holy shit, man! I mean, did you have a fun grad night at least? Did y'all have grad night over in Houston? Yeah, yeah. My my family threw a big party, and like I had a little no, a little drunk. No, no, not not like a party. Like a you just will have a grad night. Like where you it's uh do it you do they have that? It's like uh in California they have like all the schools in the district. They close down Disneyland for the night, and we oh, all no. go. They have no, music. We, it turns into like the raunchiest thing you've ever seen in your life. It's like um, just people twerking on like Disney characters. Weird <laughs> debauchery, dude. It's absolutely vile, but I loved it. It was just like, oh, it was fucking incredible, man. I just grinded on this Cuban girl for three three seconds, and I got hard, and I had to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> I was like, I gotta, I gotta go, I gotta go. <laughs> no, <laughs> we don't have off. anything like that, dude. Really? No. Like we, six flags over Texas or nothing like that? I mean, there's people that that go and rent, like, beach houses. So, like, right after prom, they're always they're going to the beach. And they're, um, you know, staying there for the weekend or whatever, whatnot. So, and then we have, like, senior skip day, which is that following Monday. So, you don't come into school, like, till Tuesday. So, everyone's yeah. out there drinking and fucking and whatever, you know. What happened when you saw this girl again on Tuesday or, you know, <laughs> I, th- I don't think I did. I you never saw her again? I don't, dude, like that whole week or the rest of the week until like graduation, I don't remember at all. Really? Yeah, I don't. Well, that would burn into my mind, man. I just remember, I don't know. I, I remember graduating, getting on stage, getting my diploma and then walking out and then just like, my memory was wiped clean as soon as I left the building. I was just like, I'm never going to remember this shit anymore. <laughs> you know, fuck, I think about them every day. <laughs> Those sons of bitches, man. They will rue the day they did this to me. 
They will remember my fucking name. Daniel Cabral. Yeah, what a what a lousy woman this girl is. What was her name? Her name was Melina. Dude, Melina. this bitch, I should there were so many red flags about this chick, dude. She told me she had a kid, and then when I asked, Oh, where's your kid at? She's like, What are you talking about? I was like, Oh my god. Yo you lied. That's a happy I'd be like, Oh, she doesn't have a kid. Alright, nice, nice, dude. Yeah, she was wild. And then like she ended up going to like an alternative school to like I guess try to graduate. She met this dude. They dated for like three weeks and then he proposed to her. And now she's married to this dude for like the last like 10 years. Holy (laughs) shit, dude. You should slide in her DMs and just cause a ruckus. Funny you say that. Oh, (laughs) you dog. You're a dog. Okay, so check this out. So check this out. So check this out. Mm hmm. I started talking to her maybe two years after we graduated, and um, I was just like, hey, how have you been, you know, whatever, whatnot, and she started pulling this this gim- this thing on me. She was just like, oh, I don't remember. I have short-term memory loss. Um, mm-hmm. Something happened. I was in an accident, and I can't really remember anything from high school and whatever, whatnot, and I was just like... All right, all right, all right, we'll see. So I started talking to her. I was like, yeah, I remember prom, this and this and that. And she just was like, no, I don't, know." I was like, oh, you remember Miss So-and-So's class? And we did that. She was like, no, kind of, maybe, not really. So I hit her with this one. I was like, oh, do you remember when we fucked? And Mm -hmm. as soon as I messaged her, someone on the phone was like, hey, bro, cut that shit out. I was like, oh, who's this? She's like, oh, this is her, her, her man. I was like, oh, so why the fuck is your girl talking to me then? She was like, oh, well, you know, I thought y'all were just talking to catch up. And I'm like, I was like, yeah, we are. And he was just like, why the fuck do you say that? I was like, because your bitch wants to say like she has short term memory loss. But apparently she remembers that that never happened. So I pulled huh. one on her and he was just like, hey, bro, like, don't do that ever again. And I'm like, bro, you need to find somebody else better than that. You deserve better. And then Yo, blocked. That's fucking wild, dude. Yeah, I saw through that shit. I was just like, all right, bet. If you don't remember anything, you won't, you'll remember this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeez, dude. That's crazy. He was listening to the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I don't know why. I guess he was just one of the. I guess he was a cuck. I don't know. Maybe he's a cuck. You know how to pick these ladies, man. Don't I? Mm-hmm. Oh man, there's so many stories, but that's that's another pod for another time, man. This is all about you. Yeah. So we're talking about you. This is this is your yeah, show. I'm, <laughs> I'm a shifty guy, bro. I, whenever I go on something, I uh, I find a way to make it not about me because that's that's why I get that's what I really like. I like flipping things, and so oh, you're not gonna flip it. Well, you just did flip it on me, so I'm gonna reflip it. We're gonna reflip it because that story is done. <laughs> reflip it, dude. So, all right, so you started commenting when you were 16, mm-hmm. and I know that you also got a, another certain person into comedy at that time, Mr. Mr. Melvin Diaz at the time. So I, yeah, he talks about man. it on the pod that you guys were hitting up open mics and stuff like that. How was it? Mm-hmm. How was it back then, man? It was yeah, a like, different era, dude. We were 18 and 19, just fucking naive and young and full of energy, just going out every night. Trying to get up on stage, telling terrible material. 
Um, it was just, yeah, it was just, so, I had so much energy, man. And I wish I had that same energy, but it's just like, you're so young and youthful. It was like when Vine was popular too. And I was like, what if we got big on Vine? What if we got big on this? And then we're just going up as much as possible, like everywhere, running around town. Just like, it was fun, dude. It was just, it was just a fun time. Um, and it was fun just to go out with like somebody that I went to high school with, you know, it's like, it was like having backup, especially when they're like that big, mm-hmm. like this guy was in a mess <laughs> with me and you got fucking big Melvin out here. It was a vibe. And it's cool that we still hang out. You know, a lot of people fall, fall away. Uh, you lose touch with some people, but not yeah. this guy. Yeah. It, there's always those people you, you, you meet in high school and then you're cool for like maybe a year or two and then like you forget about them or they forget about you and you lose contact. But it's really cool and really awesome that you and Melvin are still cool to this day and still doing comedy. And you guys are, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you're killing it. You are, you know, Melvin is too. So Yeah, Melvin's doing he's a, he's a business owner, bro. Melvin owns it and he saw the studio that he was in. Yeah, it's a very out. nice studio. Very nice studio. Yeah. He built that shit all of himself, man. That's crazy. Melvin is a fucking Guatemalan Mexican, dude. He like has the skills to he built that shit. That's crazy, bro. Like that shit was it was just a room. It was just a long ass room. He built stairs. He put a wall. Like I don't know if it was all legal, but fuck it. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> called the city and be like, hey, this dude did not do all this shit right, bro. Where's the paperwork? Like, Show me some scaffolding permits, bro. Show me the permits, man. <laughs> Yeah, when you were in town, how long were you in town for? Just for that weekend. Yeah, you I just was, flew I, for the show? Yeah, I just flew in for the show. That was it. I was there with Luli, so. Oh, you guys You guys both pulled up together? Yeah. Uh, so she had went to the last two live shows, and um, I know Gerard was like, dude, I wish he would show up. I wish he would show up. So I was like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. So I told Luli, I'm like, hey, are you going to go to the next show? She was like, I don't know. I was like, well. I'm going to go. Let me know if you are, too. Like, maybe within, like, a day. She was like, I already got my Airbnb. I was like, well, let me bum off you. Let me stay there with you. She was like, all right. Yeah. I was like, I'll give you half, and I'll pay for the for the rental car and whatever or not. So we flew out. We're there for the weekend. And, yeah, I came back Sunday night, I think. But it was cool. We didn't really get you to do much. Robert, you just went for the show, and that's it. You didn't really... uh enjoy the sights of la then dude no i had already did that last year i had went for like a whole ass week dude i went from like monday to sunday mm-hmm. and um yeah last year was my first time in la and i did a lot well for me it was, you was a lot where'd you go uh i went all the way from burbank to anaheim from chino to fucking venice beach and all within everything else dude yeah, you, you really were all over. God damn, I don't even do that shit like in <laughs> a year, bro. Like, fuck, that's yeah. too much. Like, one, I stay in my little nook. One time I stayed, uh, I went out at night, too, because I hadn't done that. I think the only time I had done that was maybe, the f- no, yeah, two times. The first time I got there, I hung out with a friend of mine. I stayed out to like 2 in the morning just podcasting. Then the second time I went to this like arcade bar in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. And oh, I was, okay. yeah, I was gonna, I was going to try and see if I can find somebody, you know, hook up mm-hmm. or whatever went on. It didn't work out. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to go back to the fucking hotel. Dude, that, that, that is a good idea. I should go to those fucking things. Like, and just, cause it's not awkward to be playing a game. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's like two of them. I think I saw in LA, but I only went to one 
and um, that's pretty cool. But I, I didn't stay out late, so yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but the, the the third night, I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go out." It's eleven thirty at night. I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. So I went to Hollywood Boulevard, and mm-hmm. I just just soaked up all the fucking madness that was going on at like twelve o'clock in the morning, dude. Like there was fucking food vendors all on the fucking sidewalk. There's people at the Chinese theater. There were just people walking around all of like Hollywood Boulevard. And I was like, this is wild. Like at 12 o'clock in the morning, bro. I was like, yeah, dude, that's fucking, it's Hollywood's a weird place. dude. It's like, uh, it's like the weirdest place. Like that little strip, you know, like you could really be doing anything and people just be like, yeah, that's fucking what are you, it's Hollywood. You're supposed to do like, you'd be taking a shit on a sidewalk. Like, what am I going to do? Like tell us guy not to take a shit. <laughs> Hollywood Boulevard, dude, you can fucking whip your dick out over there pretty much. Like, like there's always a guy with a snake just like roaming down the streets or something. Guys in top hats. Yeah. Black people. This shit's tight. <laughs> there was just like a group and they were just like dancing and there was just like 30, 40 people like hovering around them. And I'm like, okay. I was like, this is weird. I walked pretty far. I went all the way past. Uh, I forgot the name of the street, but like I went down Hollywood Boulevard, saw the Chinese theater, went to some bars, passed up like all the little souvenir shops, and then went back. And then there were just people on motorcycles just stopping traffic and just doing wheelies right in the fucking oh, middle oh, intersection yeah. and shit like that. And I was just like, does this happen every weekend? They're just like, yeah, kind of, sort of. I was like, oh. Yeah, that's just the way of life, dude. People are chill. When it's 70 degrees, people just get to do whatever they want, man. When there's no humidity, the world is just like a nice and fun place. Yeah. And then I went to the Hollywood sign at like 1 in the morning. You hiked up to that bitch, man? No, I drove up there. I went through, like, I don't know if it's a Mulholland Drive, but I went, like, through the little streets and the little houses yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a certain way. And I was like, bro, like streets are like this fucking small. Mm-hmm. My car's like this fucking big. I'm like, how the fuck am I going to do this? And I did. And then I got up there and I was so disappointed because, like, you know, I'm from Texas. So when you think of like Hollywood and think of the Hollywood sign, we think of like, oh, the it's lit up and it's so mm-hmm. nice. I get there and the fucking lights are off. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this, bro? Like, how the fuck am I supposed to see the sign? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, this is this is all right, I guess. And like, I got to see like a view of the city with the lights, and I was like, oh, this is really nice. Yeah, Which that we, view in Holland Drive is nice. That's yeah, the, that's the real. Yeah, I took some pictures, and there were some people up there. Surprisingly, I'm like, hmm, I guess I'm not the only one. And then I went oh, down the back way, and yeah, that shit was kind of scary. <laughs> it's damn people sometimes speed in Holland Drive, man. It's a fucking really windy road, but it is fun to speed down that bitch. Like it is the nicest view of LA, and you just can zip. Dude. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was I was worried about like I don't want to hit nobody's car and shit like that. Cause... No, you just just I mean just drive off, bro. <laughs> just drive off. Like who the fuck in my car? Uh, Melvin Diaz, somebody. Yeah, if you're not even from the state, you'll be fine. Well, I did have someone else's car. That's why. <laughs> it's not even your car. You'll be straight. You just fucking just dip out of there, and you ready to beat the case. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was cool, and then I drove around till like three in the morning. Went back to the hotel and just chilled. So now was your very first time in LA. Yeah, last year was my very first time, and it was really, it was really awesome. I went to an Angels game out there. That was pretty. Oh cool. hell yeah! Go Halos, baby. Dude, that parking oh, lot is ridiculously big. It shouldn't even be that big. 
The Angel Stadium? Yes. It, that parking lot is fucking retarded big. <laughs> I love it. Those are like fucking five bucks or ten bucks to park there, and that's it or something. It was it's done. It was yeah. cheaper than it's super Dodger cheap. Stadium. Super cheap. Dodger Stadium is like thirty or forty dollars to park. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I was they're like, yeah, you can park wherever, just park on that side. And I'm like, bitch, that's like a a mile walk for where the, I'm at yeah. the stadium, bro. That's, that's that's the only time motherfuckers walk in California, bro. Because that's it, just from parking. We just drive everywhere. But it was nice. It. it was nice. I liked the stadium. I thought it was kind of weird because, like, you walk in, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like, where's the view of the of the of the mm-hmm. field? Like, oh, you have to go up an escalator, and I'm like, okay, that's weird. Okay, you got a big ass angel's helmet, dude. You got a red helmet right out front. That's just that's just hard, bro. <laughs> Fucking love that. They got like fireworks and a waterfall in center field dude that's yeah that's, how st- that's nice that's how the fuck i don't know how they do it in the astro land or some shit but uh i did like the view where i was sitting because it's dude you got the fucking mountains the weather mm-hmm. was good like you said you had the waterfall that wasn't working uh mm-hmm. you have like this open space and this is like it was gorgeous really gorgeous stadium i had a really good time uh, I went when the Astros were in town, so that was kind of like, okay, that's the reason why I went. They lost, mm-hmm. but, it, I mean, it was a cool, cool little experience and stuff like that. Were people booing the Astros? Yeah, they were booing pretty bad. And I was just like, the fuck, y'all, what are y'all booing about? You guys are in last place. You guys are just, I don't know when you guys are ever going to shed that shit, dude. Like, it's, everybody, how does it feel to be, like, the heel of, like, fucking Major League Baseball? Uh like you guys like walk in, it'd be cool if somebody just had a microphone like and just pulled like a wrestling promo and it's just like you losers and just fucking <laughs> just fucking cussed out the crowd. Just <laughs> called them bitches and stuff. That's what I would, if I was on the Astros, that's what I would do. They love it. They do they accept we accept like all the criticism. We're just like we don't really fucking care. Like but the Patriots fans and all that shit they got accused of cheating like two, three times during their Super Bowl run, they're just like we don't give a fuck. Like we don't care, like we don't. Brady post. So, fucking wild, dude. Look at that. Look at that poster. Yeah, back. dude. I mean, and then we won last year. That shit was wild, dude. Oh really? Yeah, we they were playing game six here in town. So, mm-hmm. what I like to do, I mean, you know, whenever the Astros are in the World Series in the playoffs, I like to go to Edo, which is East Downtown, which is where all the bars, all the sports bars, where everybody hangs out. So during playoff season, playoff time, it's packed. Like people are out there, people are just just drinking and just having a great time. So I did a podcast that night of Game Six. Uh, I had some friends of mine on, and I'm like, "I gotta cut this short. Like the game's gonna start." And I told my ex, "I'm like, Ayo, order the Uber. Let's go." She's like, "Where are we going?" I'm like, "We're going to downtown." She's like, "Why?" I was like, "Because I told you." It's like the lat the next time they're in the World Series, we are going to downtown. Because when they won in seventeen, I didn't get the opportunity to go because we were stuck at some bitch's house. I didn't really mm-hmm. like. So I was really upset. So I told my ex, yeah. next time we're going. So we went and every bar, every little place you can think of that was serving alcohol was packed to the gills, dude. Like it was just insane packed. Luckily, the bar that I like to frequent sometimes, there was not that many people. So we got in there pretty smooth, and we just chilled in there the whole night, dude. Like, as soon as the Astros won, I have it on live video, I think, of them winning. 
as soon as as soon as they won, everybody walked out and just walked to the fucking stadium and just partied right in front of the stadium and like for the last five or six blocks. Yeah. Bro, there was trucks burning out. There was people passing bottles. There was people dancing on cars. There was girls stripping. There was dancing, twerking. There was people smoking. It was it was just a vibe, dude. It dude, was that a vibe. Fucking sounds electric. That's <laughs> the end. I mean, I'm not even a Dodger fan, but when the Dodgers won, I went to go like uh near downtown ish and it was just fucking it was funny, dude. There was like shit getting set on fire. <laughs> like, oh, people didn't burnouts. It's fucking. There was fights. It was fucking. It was beautiful, dude. Like the city was united. It was a fucking sight to that see. That was during man. COVID, so that must have been like really weird too. Oh, it was euphoric, bro. I was like, fuck a mask. I'm like, let's go. Let's run this shit. <laughs> fucking. I was like, fuck you, Doctor Fauci. We're here to party. <laughs> I'm fucking. I'm ready. I'm ready to just like. Give me that shit, man. Give me, give me. And I was ready to inject myself with that fucking COVID just to just to hang out with people. Uh, that's funny. Was, yeah, we was, didn't. It's not crazy like that. It was like we people weren't burning cars and starting oh, no. fights. No, it was. I'll have to show you the videos one of these days. Like it was, dude. It was just. It was a vibe, bro. It yeah, no, vibe. nobody pulled out a gun or anything. That's fucking no. like what? No. You got to shoot a gun in the air or something like something cool like that. Maybe on like the other side of town, like when people were. Because, I mean, there was no guns. Everybody was just passing the bottle, passing the joint, jumping on people's cars, dancing, walking around, drinking. I mean, people were, it was, it was a vibe, dude. Like, and it's wild because there were people still in the stadium walking out and just the crowd just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And it was just, it was fun. It was a really fun night. One of the best nights I've had in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I fucking uh, want to. I want. I don't really watch sports as much anymore, uh, but I want to have like a fucking feeling like that, you know? Yeah, I just need a, maybe. I need a. I need a hometown hero. I need a fucking root for something. You guys have one. You have Shohei Otani, Showman. Oh yeah, I do love that guy. That guy's a good guy, man. He's like the Tiger Woods of baseball. Yeah, he's, he's just so good. Fun. He's lovable. He's got a nice face. You know, I, have, I mean, I, I live pretty far away from Angel Stadium, but uh, maybe I'll go. They're, they're playing the Dodgers today, actually. They're fucking um. So hopefully, hopefully those motherfuckers will get the dub. Yeah. How far do you live from Angel Stadium? Like, what, 20, 30 minutes? No, like an hour. Because of traffic. Oh, yeah, traffic. 20, yeah, an hour and 20 minutes, probably. Damn. Like, I tell people, like, when I went out there, like, I didn't have any traffic problems. Oh, really? It was pretty – from where I was staying, I was staying in Monterey Park. Mm. So from Monterey Park to Anaheim was like a smooth maybe 35, 40-minute drive. Yeah, yeah. With maybe a couple hiccups here and there. But, yeah, I was going – I was live the whole time driving. So, like, mm-hmm. I was just like, all right, this is – you know, I'm in L.A., whatever. But You're dangerous, bro. I, I, I was living dangerous, bro, in L.A. I was living like the movie stars out there, bro. Reckless, bro. That's, I, I need to start living like reckless out here, man. I watched this show with the weekend where he was in Hollywood. Maybe this is a new show on HBO where he just he just fucks people and just does cool shit. And I'm like, this is the LA that I should be living in right now, <laughs> eating somebody out like while driving. And I'm like, this is fucking. This is a vibe. I haven't seen that show, but I get pop ups because I have Max, and mm-hmm. there's like, if you like Euphoria, you would like this. 
And I'm like, I don't know. I felt weird about Euphoria. I just. Oh, I don't. I've never watched. It. I just like the weekend. And people, people are roasting the show. But I'm like, it's. I don't know. I'm. I'm gonna watch it. I like. I like seeing this guy. He's doing his thing. <laughs> doing, it's a bunch of funny. Yeah. yeah shout out to people, bro. Shout out to the man. Uh, okay, so, nice. so what made you? I know we. I don't know if you said it before on EC Moan. I think you might have said it somewhere else. But like, what made you become an Angels fan instead of a Dodgers fan? Fucking um, I just like the color red, bro. I like like the color red. I liked hot white women growing up. That shit was a vibe. Um, it was a bunch of they call them tortas, bro. There's a lot of tortas at the Dodger Stadium. There are people just fighting all the time. I was like, I don't like this. And then I went to Angel Stadium for the first time. Biggest titties I've seen. And I was like, this <laughs> this is cool. This is fucking. This is nice. You know, and I was like, I was ambitious, bro. I already lived by Dodger Stadium. I wanted something else. So I went to Angel Stadium and I was like, this is this is the place I need to be. I need to be with my people. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can see that. I can tell. Also, I just never liked Dodger Blue. I always hated that fucking color. I know you said something, too, about the whole history behind the Dodgers and Dodger Stadium, stuff like that. It oh, Chavez like, Ravine? Yeah, yeah. Kind yeah. Of threw I, you I, off. I always tell that shit to woke people, but I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> No, it is fucking. It is people that are just like I love the Dodgers. I'm like the Dodgers don't even fucking love you, bro. Like uh, they did kick people out. Like I, can't, I feel like I can't really. I don't really fuck with any sports team that hard. I like the Lakers a lot because the Lakers are like a stature thing. They're like yeah. fucking. It's more like an, a status symbol that you that they. Like, I want to be Magic Johnson, bro. But like, I, I'm not. I don't know. I fucking, they, I can't fuck with a sports team that much. Like, people like will stab somebody over a team. I'm like, Dick, chill, bro. It's a fucking game. We're here to have a good time. Yeah. No, I've seen that before. I've seen some fights. Dodgers say uh, Dodger fans do that shit a lot. They stab Giant fans like a lot. It's like every fucking every year the Giants come and somebody gets stabbed in the parking lot. I'm like, bro. I think one year somebody threw a Giants fan off the like escalators. And yeah, they died, something. something like that. I'm crazy shit, bro. And I'm just like, I'm just here to fucking eat a hot dog, man. Like, some motherfuckers take this shit so seriously. You know what pisses me off when people that are unathletic take this shit so seriously? It's like, dude, you can't even play the game. Like, <laughs> you're, you're barely good at watching it. Like, just, you gotta chill. Like, I played, I grew up playing baseball. That was like my dream as a kid, and I was pretty yeah. good, but like, fucking, I, well, once it was over, I was like, I'm, I could watch it, but I'm never gonna be fucking like these guys. I'm just fucking ready stab. to play, like, hey, bro, put me in, coach. I'm I like, know bro, the Dodgers, hey, put me in, put me in, just let me run bases, dude. But uh, <laughs> I like, I just like the Angels. Uh, they were also good in the 2000s. The Dodgers weren't that good in the 2000s. And the Angels, uh, they had this player named Vladimir Guerrero who could like hit the ball off the fucking ground. It was like the coolest shit to see. Was, uh, his son is like tearing it up now. His son is like one of the best players in the MLB. Yeah, and, I remember uh, Vlad Guerrero, dude. Like, I've loved baseball like my whole life. Like, I've just been. My dad's like baseball. My grandparents have loved baseball. So, like, I remember growing up, you know, going to, like, the Astrodome, watching games. Mm. Oh, um, is that where that's the Astros playing the Astro? That's fucking great. I don't know. I never put not anymore. To... Not anymore. They, they stopped playing there 25, 26 years ago. Oh, so it's been a minute? Yeah. They built a new stadium in, in like, the center of downtown. So that's where mm. they play. It's at Minute Maid Park, so, which is what's also a nice thing. What's at the Astrodome, then? Um, they change the it's just there. It's a historical monument. So they're just like, what, what the fuck do we do with it? You know, is that where that's where Selena had a concert or some shit? Like yeah, that, that's or? her last concert. I think that's where Elvis had one of his last concerts for the rodeo. Yeah. 
Uh, WrestleMania was there. Uh, the Final Four has been there before. Just so many things. A lot of, a lot of cool yeah. things. Yeah, so. Record my fucking special there at the Astro. <laughs> Dude, nobody's there. <laughs> it's That's empty it. as fuck. Like you guys haven't had anything there lately. The only thing that was uh, that was used for was in was all those people from Hurricane Katrina when they came. From, oh yeah, from, from uh, Louisiana, guys, and they housed them there. All, all bringing bad vibes. <laughs> Pretty much. So it was the first dome stadium. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, nineteen sixty four. 65 around that time so shit look it looks cool as fuck man i gotta i gotta i gotta fucking pull up there um it's right next to where the the football stadium is now so it's pretty it's really cool like it's a nice little landmark and stuff like that there's been movies that have been recorded there um there's this guy who i know is he's talking to city council members and stuff like that to see if they can renovate the stadium to use it as like a film stage mm-hmm. or like a film studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was telling me like how he wants to do like he wants to make like certain parts, like certain places I guess where people record and then have like a catwalk to where they can walk over like if they have tours and they're actually mm-hmm. watching people film scenes or doing stuff like that or whatever. So they want to use that for like um Movie purposes and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah that's uh, pretty fucking dope. Do you see yourself living in Houston forever, or are you planning to move eventually? Nah, dude, this is this is home, man. Like, home. this is home. Like, I don't think I can move anywhere. I don't think I can. Mm-hmm. I don't think I want to move anywhere. Like, if I was going to move, it might still be in Texas, but it wouldn't be far away from Houston. Like, this is this is where I grew up. This is home. This is where my family is, and hopefully, eventually, like if stuff goes right for me, this is like. You know, where everything started, dude. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking home base. But I mean, I will travel. I will go different places and stuff like that. But like, you always have to have someone to somewhere to call home, and this is home. Like, you know, as soon as I get off that plane, I'm like, all right, I'm home. I feel yeah. comfortable. So mm-hmm. but yeah, there's some there's some motherfuckers out there that want to leave because they can't stand being in Texas, and I'm like, nah, bitch, you just don't want to live here because shit's happened to you here. Oh really? Yeah, there's there's a lot of people here, dude. They're like, "Fuck Texas, I don't even want to live here anymore." And I'm like, "You can go, bro. You can go, but you ain't going." <laughs> old puss ass. I've, I've, I have some friends from Texas, and they just have me saying the phrase "old puss ass." <laughs> I've been saying you it get lately. really ghetto after a certain amount of time. You start speaking like slang out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I like. It. Old pussy. I mean, that's what I say when I see them. I'm like, "What's up, you old pussy?" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh fuck yeah, dude! I'm, I'm, I'm a real Texas boy, dude." Like you can get like giddy. You can get pretty pretty ghetto. You like pussy ass motherfuckers and shit like that. Pussy ass motherfucker. You just start saying it out there. Like you're a pussy ass motherfucker. I put like I just sound like I'm from LA. I'm like, "You old pussy ass motherfuckers." It's fucking. I want to. I want to visit Tech. I want to. I want to. I want to go on a Texas tour, bro. And you know what Dude, I like about Texas? Be, I think you could. I think. I mean, you might. This big enough to where you can hit a lot of comedy, comedy areas: mm-hmm. San Antonio, Austin, Dallas, Houston, uh, maybe the Valley. You know, there's a Valley in Texas. Yeah, the Valley. That's where it's like connected between Texas and Mexico. 
Oh shit! I thought that was a border. That's why he wanted to build a wall in a valley. Bro. That's like <laughs> a deadly idea. It's the the nine five six. So is that what it's called? Yeah. That oh, that's the area code. But um, yeah, it's like the Rio Grande Valley. Like it's we have the city that that border. It's like border town. It's called Brownsville. It sounds mm-hmm. racist, but it's just that's what it's called. Um, but it's like the city border city, like right before you hit, like you know, whatever to get into Mexico. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But that's where my family's from. So, like we said, we're, we're native to Texas, so pretty much. Native? Are you are you uh, fluent in Spanish? No. Yeah, <laughs> bro. You're no I'm a, no, not, no. I, I don't claim no saba. I'm just like I just I try. Like yeah. I can I can understand it if someone's speaking to me. I can comprehend it and then reply back in English. Mm-hmm. But then it's just like, okay, I tried. I, I think that's no sabo. I think that's what the, that's exactly what it means. I mean, no, I don't claim <laughs> that they motherfuckers claim it on me. I don't think anybody is like, yes, I'm no. So they're like, no, you are that. It's no, like, I don't claim it. I know uh, Gerardo and, and some of the other guys have talked about it before, but I'm like, I don't claim to be a no sabo because I understand and I can mm-hmm. kind of speak it, but like, not like a no sabo where he's like, oh, no sabo inglés, you know, or espanol, whatever they call it. I don't know what the fuck they say. Yeah, when somebody speaks to me in Spanish, I'm just like, oh, no, I'm good. Thank you, bro. <laughs> no, I'm good. Like, like they're you. offering you this. this yeah, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. I'm like, oh, you're crazy. Oh, I'm not even Mexican. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm actually fucking uh, Iranian. I'm from um, Shut Him my friend. Shut Him Up. Shut Him Up. Uh, I just started speaking some Middle Eastern swang. And some, yeah. I've done that before. Um, I've had people come up to me like speaking Spanish, and mm-hmm. you see me. I'm a, you've met me. Like I'm a dark, tan kind of guy, so I can kind of pull off any either Middle Eastern or uh, Samoan type of mm-hmm. dude. So I'm just yeah, like, yeah. oh, like I'm I'm not Mexican. Like I I'm from you know whatever, and it, mm-hmm. it gets them, and I'm just like, oh. I didn't want to commute with these people, anyways. That'd be cool if you're said you're Samoan and you just stick out your tongue and you're like, ah. <laughs> the long hair kind of helps, so I mean, if I could pass that Samoan, I would just claim that, bro. Like, <laughs> fucking nah. I, I heard I heard a lot of people in LA have problems with Samoans for some reason. Because there's no nothing we can do to stop them, man. Like, what am I gonna do to stop a Samoan, bro? Like. That's like people are like, can Samoans say the N word? I'm like, are you going to stop them? That's, <laughs> um, what, 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 what am I going to do? Stop them! It's Juneteenth. Uh, do something. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be like, hey, bro, keep doing you. Like <laughs> an Aquaman, motherfuckers. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> so, you're also a podcaster as well. You started the Sleepover Pod in 2021, correct? That's just been going on since like 2018, I think. Seriously? And we added a, it wasn't even on video, it was just on a, just the audio. But uh, I was like, let's get this shit to YouTube. So we started the video, I think 2020, during the pandemic. Like, let's just run it. And, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, we just drop whenever. I don't really, not like a, it's not a set, um, it's not a set thing. I, I barely consider myself a podcaster. I just put out clips whenever I can. <laughs> it's funny because I, I don't know if it was 2020 or 2021, but like I followed your, I followed the sleepover pod like way before I followed Isimo. 
Oh, then, really? Yeah. Like, I think you just, you guys didn't have anything on your Instagram page before. Mm-hmm. It was just like the, the cover art. Oh, art, yeah. Yeah. And then it wasn't until like years later, like when I started listening to Isamo and then you, when you were on there, I was just like, wait a fucking minute. I was like, Daniel Sleepover Pod? And I was like, yo, I've been following Sleepover Pod for like a minute. And I have not seen anything on there. I'm just like, oh, oh damn, bro. I mean, look, I see, yeah, sleepover. When I, I know I have like two episodes in the dock, and I'm like, I'll edit them eventually. When they drop, they'll drop, bro. Fucking <laughs> um, consistency. I don't believe in that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an enemy. Uh, I'm an enemy of consistency, man. What did what did Gerardo say? What you do is how you do everything. <laughs> just yeah. that consistent. <laughs> that's me to eat the hat, bro. You need to go eat a pastrami sandwich or something. Uh, now nah, I just I, I told Vince and uh, Lewis that uh, the like sleepover is a podcast, but we're the the main things. Like it's promoting us. It's not really we're not promoting the pod. So mm-hmm. everything that we drop is just to get ourselves out there, and the pod is a way to do it. So that's kind of like how we see it. Pretty smart. That is pretty you know I mean? smart. I like the, that. The stand up is where we really uh, what's what we really want to do. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I got to go to an open mic in like ten minutes though. But oh shit. <laughs> You got any any final hard hitting questions for me? I had a lot more, but Fuck, I told you what I'm good at. I told you I should have told you that I'm very. It's it's what I like to do, though. I, I like to. I'm very. Uh, I like. I'm, I'm the vaguest motherfucker in the world. I do like hearing about other people. Whenever I go on a podcast, I'm like, let me learn about this guy. And then you're just like, hey, I gotta go. So I'm like, what the. Fuck? This is a skill I learned about. Approach. Uh, I talked about it a little bit on the on the ECMO podcast and I was roasted for it. But whenever I just approach a woman, I just fucking uh, ask them questions about themselves, dude. <laughs> I'm like, let me learn about you. Cause I, I like learning about people, bro. That's smart. I, I, I know all this. Yeah. I'm, I'm a boring ass dude. I'm going to learn about you. But here, <laughs> ask, ask me, ask me one more thing, dude. I don't know, man. I don't think you're that boring. I mean, you've, we barely scratched the surface with you. So, Oh, that's me with life, bro. People are just I'm a I'm an I'm a I'm an ogre, bro. I got fucking layers. I got layers. You have layers, bro. Uh, Hit me with something. I don't know, man. I mean you got ten minutes, so (laughs) all right. Uh I guess when did you start DJing? Like what made you want to start DJing? Have you been doing that for a while or is it just something you kinda picked up as a hobby? This might be a fun last one. I think, uh, all right, so it was 2017, right? I used to go to a lot of raves, and I was like, this is fun. You know, it'd be, it'd be cool to do that. But I never thought I, I would. And uh, you ever seen that show, that show Shameless? I've heard of it, but never watched it. Yeah, this, this, this was this show like on Showtime, right? My my ex at the time, or my girlfriend at the time, my ex now, she was just watching this show. And I was like, let me watch an episode with you. And I watched one episode, and I was like, Bro, these motherfuckers are so goddamn broke. It like pissed me off. And at the time, I was broke. I was like, I didn't have much money, and I was like, this shit disgusts me. I was disgusted by how broke <laughs> motherfuckers were. So I went on Craigslist, and I was like, fuck it, I'll take any job. And I just saw one thing that said, DJ, we'll teach you how to do. De- we'll teach you everything. You just got to show up. And I was like, let's do it. I just I, I applied. I did like a little interview, and they taught me everything in like eight weeks and i went on gigs by myself and i fucking just learned dude all because i hated how broke these motherfuckers. <laughs> you can thank shameless for that yeah bro shameless is the reason I, I work every weekend now because i just i was so angry i was like how could these i was like disgusted i was it was fucking vile i couldn't believe it man you went from being broke to being a vibe technician bro 
Yeah, dude. That's that's wow. that's that's how I live my life, baby. I'm fucking, I'm all about vibes, man. The vibe, the vibe is right. Well, all the vibe on this episode was was fun. We had a great time. We talked about yeah. mainly me for some reason. <laughs> Because you, you no, you have an interesting life, bro. You fucking you, you and this bro. girl Melina. <laughs> you and Melina have a wild backstory, and we barely scratched the surface on that. Yeah, well, no, that was the only surface. It was just one, just one layer, you know. No, no, no. There's this. It goes deep. I mean, I have 134 episodes. There is some shit that I've talked about, like that could couldn't fit in one episode. Jesus. <laughs> She's like a kraken, bro. She's like a nemesis. No, I have I have a nemesis, but like, well, you have a nemesis talk too. about her. All right, yeah. the green goblin. The green goblin. You and I are not so different. We can consider you and me. That's fucking crazy. That a girl. That's like that gets me hard when a girl talks to me like that. <laughs> like that. Oh my gosh! See God. what the fuck? <laughs> You're just flipping it on me now. Yeah. All right, Daniel. Well, I did wish we had more time, but hey, man, a man's got to do what a man's got to do, and he's got to do an open mic. I'm a grind, baby. Sometimes, sometimes, man's got to do what he's got to do, and he's got to talk jokes and shit. You know, just when I was in Texas, I did start speaking with a Texas twang on stage for like a little bit, and they're like, people uh, were like, "Why are you talking like that?" (laughs) And I was like, Austin Butler. I was like, "This is how I talk." This is how I talk. Yeah, I got I had to find a way to shake it off because I was like, it was it was sticking with me, dude. Fucking, um, but that's why I'm I'm coming back to LA and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta just get up as much as I can, baby, because I'm going I'm going to Chicago with Alfred Robles in a few weeks and I gotta make sure I cook. Dope, dude. That's dope. All right, so I guess before we let you loose. Go ahead and promote whatever you need to do. Promote your pod. Promote your DJing skills. If, you know, I have some friends out there in LA. Maybe they want to hire you. Uh, promote your shows that you got coming up. The floor is yours, sir. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, listen to Sleepover Podcast on YouTube. It'll come out eventually. Um, one day it'll come out, bro. This shit's like curb your enthusiasm. We drop whenever we feel like it. Um, it'll. Uh, I'll be in Chicago. Uh, July 12th and 13th. If you got any listeners out there, pull up me and Alfred Robles. Maybe I'll be at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood pretty often. So pull up there on Thursdays and just catch your boy. Follow me. Oh, yeah. Follow me on Instagram. Daniel the underscore goat. Yeah. There you go. You guys heard it. And if you want to mm-hmm. check out more stuff that he's been on, go ahead and check out Isimo. He was, oh, yeah. He was a 10 day, he was 10 episode member. <laughs> 10 episodes, dude. But it was a, what a lively, what, what a lively 10 episodes they were. Dude, you actually, you were a very good fit for that. I am so glad that, like, I got to see this transition from what it was and mm-hmm. then what happened in the middle and then now what it is now. So Yeah, you saw Isimo and Wasimo and fucking everything in between. Exactly. There's a story about, like, the day that Isimo broke up, but, like, it, this is no time to talk about it now. <laughs> back, bro. I'm, I'm always around. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have you back on. What I want to do is I want to try to get the guys back on again, but I have another podcast called What Are You Listening To? And that's my music podcast. Oh, I see, I see. So with that one, we really just share music that we've been listening to like for the past couple of weeks, months, or some of your favorite songs, whatever, whatnot. So one of these days when you're free and you're not traveling the world, (laughs) we'll get you on and we'll talk music and shit like that. All right, for sure, bro. I'll be talking about what I've been bumping. 
For sure. For sure, dude. And like I said, when I go out there, we'll hang out if you're there, shit like that. Yeah, dude. We'll get a drink or something. Maybe I'll show you a different side of Hollywood. <laughs> the turd side of Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'll show you. I'll show you she gets popping. But uh, yeah, dude, thanks for having me, man. No problem, dude. Thank you for coming on. It's been a long time coming. I'm very happy that you got to come on and close out this season seven with me and shit like that. And yeah, this won't be the last time that you've come on. We're going to have more episodes with you and the rest of the ECMO crew. And yeah, you guys heard it. Go check out Daniel, follow him on Instagram, check out sleepover pod, check out ECMO pod. If you want to check out 10 episodes that he was on, if you guys are in Hollywood, if you guys are in Chicago, go check out his comedy stand up. He's a really funny guy. He's really cool. He's hanging out with uh, Alfred Robles, who is the, the the one of the goats out there, man. You know, he's been on Nisimo, he's been on everywhere else. And yeah. That's all I have to say. Again, thank you, Daniel, for coming on. It means a lot. Appreciate it. Dang, and, dang. and I'll I'll leave you to it, dude. I'll let you go and do your open mic and go kill it with everybody. <laughs> Thanks. No problem. All right, guys. This has been Inside the Northside Podcast. I'll see you guys whenever I do season eight. <laughs> Right. <laughs>